How would you speak? What words would you use if you knew that what you said today was creating your future? I'm Judith Krieger. Stick around while we explore this idea. Isn't this the most intriguing and powerful thought? That the way we talk about ourselves and our lives creates our future. And I really think that it's true, in a practical sense, as well as in a law of attraction sense. Practically, the words we choose create a feeling within us, an emotion. And that emotion will lead us to behave, to react, and to make choices accordingly. Consider for a moment how you behave when you're complaining about your circumstances. You'll likely show very little passion for your daily activities. There may be an underlying expectation that things won't work out. You may show less than enthusiastic support for others' ideas and less patience and understanding for their actions and reactions. Challenges and problems appear heavy and bothersome. You take your grumpiness home and it inevitably upsets family members. You head off to bed feeling negative, don't get the best sleep and wake up to start all over again. Now compare that to how you behave when you're feeling appreciative and light-hearted about your circumstances. Even if your circumstances are not pleasing, choosing to think about them in a way that feels light, or choosing to think about something else entirely that's easier to feel light-hearted about, and you'll notice that there'll be different words in your head. You'll speak different words to the people you meet. You'll likely smile more often, which attracts more warmth from others, which makes you feel good, which makes you smile more. There'll likely be an underlying anticipation, which means to look forward to or to lightly expect an anticipation of enjoyable moments in your day, maybe even joyful surprises, which leads you to find pleasure in the smallest things. Problems appear more like minor hiccups to which you see solutions and workarounds with relative ease. You go home from work or from being out and about feeling good and you pass those good feels on to your family. You deal with varying family emotions with more ease and grace. Your thoughts as you go to sleep are light, and your sleep is recuperative. You wake up feeling refreshed, you get up happy, and enjoy another day. There's a big difference between these two realities, right? For sure, we don't always feel light and happy, but we don't always feel grumpy and negative either. 
I think it's fair to say that we've all experienced both sides of this equation. We've seen for ourselves the way our moods affect our days. So we have evidence that this is real. We've seen for ourselves the ripple effects of how our thoughts and feelings affect the moments of our days. So I think we can conclusively state that the way we show up for our days totally influences the way our days show up for us. That's the practical side of it. It's the practical effect of the words we choose to think and speak. Then there's the law of attraction component. It's so fascinating to learn about the way the universe works and how we attract the moods and experiences of our lives. The science is incredible. There's so much more study being advanced and shared in terms that we non-scientists can understand around the energies that make up the universe and how they interact in ways that influence our own experience of life. What I find most fascinating and relevant to us and to this conversation about words and feelings is the fact that our emotions apparently have a vibration that attracts similar vibrations. From Albert Einstein to Abraham Hicks, this principle is expressed with conviction. Einstein said, Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Well, isn't that just the most wonderful thought? How we define our reality is how we will experience our reality, how we will feel in our reality. And if that feeling is energy, if it is vibration or has a vibration, and if vibrations attract like vibrations, well, then it naturally follows that we'll keep experiencing life in the same way. It's as if we prove to ourselves that what we think and feel is true because we keep attracting it. And if that's the case, then we can equally attract different emotions and experiences by going back to the words that form our thoughts and speech. Choose lighter words to describe your reality, feel a different way about your reality, attract more emotions and experiences that match, and create evidence that supports your new words. We touched on this in last week's episode, number 34, where we explored the idea of harmonizing with, rather than adapting to, different cultures and environments. It feels freer and more graceful to combine to create a pleasing composition, which is the meaning of harmonize, rather than to change to make suitable, which is the definition of adapting. We also talked a little about cognitive dissonance in episode number 30, The Habit of Identity. 
which explains how our words only have power when we believe them. So the trick is to find words that feel good, or at least feel better, and that we can believe. For example, we might replace words such as, "I keep having a terrible night's sleep, and it's making me grumpy." With, "I'm looking forward to having a beautiful night's sleep," or "Even though I feel tired, I'm still going to have an enjoyable day." I've actually used that one myself, and it made the most incredible difference. It really, truly worked. Instead of nearly falling asleep on my ninety-minute drive in the morning, which happened all the time, I just told myself that I was going to enjoy my day anyway. And guess what? I was alert and happy all day. I did this again and again, and it totally changed my mood and consequently my experience. It changed my expectation. Of how feeling tired was going to affect my day, and that's exactly how it played out. Let's do something just for fun. How about we deliberately notice our words today, the words we think and the words we speak, and imagine that they are swirling around out in the atmosphere, creating our future. Then. Imagining what our future would be if it was to match our words, we could deliberately think and say the words that make us feel good, so that our good feelings can both lead us to behave in a better feeling way, and swirl around in the universe, attracting our future good feelings. Let's imagine our lives as we desire them to be. And then think and speak them into reality. How can it possibly hurt? As Abraham Hicks often affirms, words don't teach; life experience teaches. So let's allow our lives to teach us that our words really do create our experience of life. Let's allow life to show us that this is real. Let's do it today. Let's do it now, like an experiment. Think something that makes you feel good. Put words that you believe around it, words that sound enticing and enchanting, and that in that moment elevate your emotions. Right then and there, words that make you feel a little better. Then carry that feeling with you for as long as possible. Allow it to walk with you today. And look for evidence of how it affects your day. The more evidence we create, the more we'll see for ourselves that our words create our future. The future is not only the event in two or five or ten years' time. The future is the very next moment. The future is your very next emotion. The future. Is the next series of words that escapes your lips. So create your next moment now, one that makes you smile. And I look forward to catching up with you again next week. And hopefully by then you will have shown yourself that in fact 
the words you think and speak really do change what happens in your days, which ultimately creates your life. Have fun with this experiment and I'll catch you next week.